I like beer cause it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer because I Cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! It's not! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Hey, what's up, everybody? Say that again, Mike. It's gonna be a rough night. I'm telling you right now. Um, shout out first and foremost to the Psycho Stick. Shout out to our two Patronuses, Patrone, El Morte, and the Little Witch in the Woods. Uh, because of you two, we are able. To purchase our drink this evening. <laughs> He's not wrong. Actually, we were able to purchase two-fifths of our drink this evening. Um, it was on clearance. Don't judge us. We were checking out. And you know how you go to the grocery store and there's the candy aisle? Right. It's like the liquor store knew we were coming in. Because right next to the checkout was the discounted liquor aisle. And I went... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to buy that. And then I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! It's fucking three dollars." It's three goddamn dollars. We bought two of them. So I was like, "Nah!" And we walked past. And then I went, "Wait, it's three fucking dollars!" And I grabbed one, and Tom goes, "Get two for that price." I'm like, "Yeah, good time." I'm liking how you're thinking. And Planning then for the future. Yeah, but we didn't realize though. That the future was going to be this evening. <laughs> <laughs> the first bottle didn't make it through the pregame. It did not. But now we know it's there. Now we know if we take $27 in tax, we so, can walk out with the rest of them. And we can supply, like, all of our Patrone at a party. Yeah, I don't think we can mail it. El Morte lives in Newcastle, boy. You can't. They, they, they got like alcohol sniffing guinea pigs there. So That checks out. That checks <laughs> out. Um, yeah, so I don't know. How you guys been? You been all right? It's been a crazy week. I'd say, I'd say, I just looked at the witch's phone, and she got like 42 little <laughs> messages all at once. Listen. <laughs> Listen. I'm lucky, I'm lucky if I get 42 emails in a week. That's because my best girl is, is, is like six hours away visiting her parents, so we don't get, we didn't get to see each other today because we were off because it's a holiday for us, according to work. Um, and she's there the whole weekend, so we're not going to get to hang out on our usual day. So, you know, friendship withdrawal, man. It's a real thing. Just imagine if you didn't see Tom's whole face for, like, a week. You'd be sad. What a fucking week for Mike, well, wouldn't I, it be? You, you, He'd be you, sad. You just you described my perfect vacation. <laughs> no, you'd be sad and you know it. You know, but here's the thing. If I really missed, if I was on vacation and I really missed Tom that fucking bad, 
I could FaceTime him. I know. Well, why do you think I have like 12 messengers? Like, she'd send me pictures and, and like conversation. Like, this is what we do. <laughs> Listen, we don't kink shame here. Like like Shaggy. Yes, Anya. thank you, Shaggy. <laughs> Who came out of like nowhere about I said, I'm gonna set the boob cups to the side. I don't wanna <coughs> smush them tonight. And I said, Yeah, because nobody likes squished boobs. And then the uh Shaggy chimes in and goes, uh, Tom, we don't kink shame here, remember? Mm-hmm. Which was great, perfectly. It was it was great. Yeah, we were a little shit. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fucking move out, you old jackass. <laughs> We're the only two that can say that. Um, so tonight, we are now on our second fifth of the Natty Light Lemonade Four Time Distilled Vodka. It's not quite as strong as regular vodka. Right, it's, it's a lot weaker than our usual drinks. But... Uh, when you get two fifths you can drink in, it, you, get... you can drink it a lot quicker when Mike pours and half the cup is vodka and then half the cup is like something else and then you can't even taste it. So let's win one for the Gipper. Oh, did you try that TikTok I sent you? Speaking of not able to taste your alcohol. Um, holy bejeebus. Why you shorten me? Holy shit, dude. I thought... I thought I was pouring a mixer in there. Whoops! So my glass is now... Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, Mike. You gotta even us out now. Mike and I are both at three-quarter, over three-quarter uh, cup vodka. Alright, I, 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 I probably shouldn't be pouring anymore. So I get to pour? Mm, no, I'll do it. <laughs> Why do you both say that? I've never made a drink for you, Mike, and Tom laughs, but like... Um, listen. Why do you have no listen, me? The last time Tom was drinking with you, he grabbed a battle axe and ran across the yard. No, that wasn't the last time. And, and never mind. That is not a story no. to share with you. So, the long story short, no, I have not tried your thing. I'm older uh, and wiser and I try not to murder people with alcohol. Like, But, I feel like that fucking... Seventy-two bottle dollar bottle of scotch that Tom brought, the Jura, would be the perfect one to try that with. Oh, the the stuff we all were like, this is gross. I don't even think you were. You weren't here for you, that one. You were just no, but like, you broke it out one night. And oh yeah, like, you like try smell this. it. Yeah, I know this sounds gross. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I was gonna never mind. Um, but I think that might be the one. Like, you you fill your cup up halfway with whatever the alcohol is. You get baking soda, put a couple sprinkles in there, and then you get soda water. Oh, wait, you're looking at me funny. I know I said that word wrong. You get soda water. Oh, oh, <laughs> got it. You pour that in, you mix it up, and it is supposed to nullify the alcohol taste. So you still get fucking drunk, but you don't have any of the nasty flavor. <laughs> I mean, we'll give her a go. We're gonna try on air. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have a backup in case so, because I'm not going down with that purple bottle. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> purple bottle. Oh, well, purple the, container, whatever the, the hell. Scotch it's stuff. It's a brass. It's a copper brass. What? Well, it's purple. It's copper. Now you're gonna make him get it out. I am. Where 
is it? And I thought it was purple because maybe it's just the lights. It's in just here the lights. But no, because I'm telling you. You're gonna tell me that I don't know the difference between purple and copper. Where the fuck is it? Um, oh wait, I know. I put it on blanket? the bottom shelf. I <laughs> put it on the bottom shelf. Hold on. Oh. I should feel bad about making Mike get down to it's find not this. Not on the bottom shelf either. <laughs> but I don't because I want to prove him wrong. I found it. Purple. Yeah, purple. Right. Copper. Copper. That's purple, dude. Are you colorblind? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> but no, I was with him because the first time he brought it out, it it's did purple. purple. So I thought it was maybe the lights in here. Yeah, that's why like I brought it up to this light. It's purple. Okay. Shit. In this light, it's purple. Something's purple. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's... Uh, okay, so Mike can't tell colors. Tom and I don't do geography. We all have something. It's great. All right, listen, listen. I think this thing's fucking purple. They're saying copper. Two, two to one. We'll go with copper. Um, <coughs> so we're gonna try with this. All but right. Not this week. No, because we're already yeah, involved. I, I can't. I can't. I can't deal with this this week. Although right now, I'm. Sure, we're almost at the level you need to be at to start drinking that. No, because that's like a natty light or a uh, natty ice. That's an after you're already drunk yeah, beer. Yeah, that's fair. Um, definitely a sipper. Definitely a sipper. So, anyways, listen. What else do we got to talk about? Um, Anything happening? Oh, you were going to talk about emails. Oh, I was going to talk about emails. Oh, he was going to talk about emails. But he doesn't remember now. <laughs> Mike has a drink at gmail.com. That's right. right. That, what is it, which? Mike has a drink at gmail.com. Oh, oh, did you hear? That was that, pretty that good. Was good. You've been fucking practicing. That was great. I feel like you sit, you've been sitting at your desk at work just going... Mike has a drink at gmail.com. No. No, 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 Mike. That no, well, well, no. didn't sound no. right. She's standing in front of her mirror every morning going, Mike has a drink at gmail.com. No. No, that wasn't it. Mike has a drink at gmail.com. That's better. Oh, You're getting there. Me. You're getting there, witch. Um, Please do not so, encourage these two in emails. I will have to smack you all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tragic <laughs> news, by the way. <laughs> Tragic news? Tragic news. 2023 is, oh. is no longer the hex for me. Hex free for you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now it's hex free for E. Ready D for everybody? Kind of like my ex-wife. I guess. Oh, which, never mind. Walk along. We're going <laughs> we're gonna to move on. Um <coughs> We all been there, Tom. Um, no, <laughs> you don't have any ex-wives. Nope, I'm good. You need to start living life. What the hell, witch? Right? You've been living under a fucking cauldron. You've been living with Papa Smurf. Gargamel. Gargasmell. <laughs> no. All right. I hang out with the Care Bears. Oh. Uh, you know what? There's a shirt I want to. I'm an intensive Care Bear. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, they have a shirt. I saw this shirt with the Care Bears, and it says, I hate people. I was like, that shirt is speaking. Was it Grumpy Bear? No, it was all the Care Bears. Oh, wow. Happy. With the Care Bear rainbow, and it just said, I hate people. That's awesome. That shirt speaks to me. Um, There's one, another one that I want that I'm almost a thousand percent sure is not officially licensed. Is this the Care Bears, the rainbow logo, the clouds, and it says, eat a bag of dicks. Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like I feel like that could have been an episode over in Europe. They're they are you know, definitely you know they're that? definitely a little hey, bit less. Any of us European listeners? Does that sound familiar? <laughs> oh. And you know it is in Singapore. No, not Singapore. The Philippines. <laughs> Oh. All their, all you their leave guys, my father listen, out of this. All their guys have wieners, and eighty-four percent of the women in the Philippines have wieners. Oh boy. Uh, or so I've heard. Um. Anywho. Yeah. Can you believe? In the middle of April, the thing that we're going to talk about happened thirty years ago. Wow. Can you believe that? Wow, that's crazy. It does not seem... God damn. Like I was in my last year of high school. That's like... Um, I know you're in third grade. No. I get it. No, no, no. This this joke, this, you know how you know you're getting old, mm -hmm. is when you're walking through the grocery store and it's playing your jams. Yeah. And we, I was at the local grocery store nine miles down the road, not the communist, the other one. The other day, and uh, they were playing "Say It Ain't So" by Weezer over the last pick, and I'm like, "This is my jam." And I was like, "Oh, oh fuck!" No. I couldn't even jam out to one of my favorite hey, songs because hey, <laughs> you know how you go grocery shopping and don't feel old. You just go to the Amish grocery stores. <laughs> you might be onto something, Mike. There's no music, and there's no lights, so you feel good about yourself. Immediately walking in there. Now, now like, you see, Mike is also the type of dude who has the bumper sticker on the back of his car that says "Honk if you think I'm sexy," and then he just sits at green that's lights. Right. You're right. <laughs> until he feels better about himself. Cool. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Yeah, and I make sure I block two lanes. Um. So we want to talk about Wake. We mentioned we talked about last week. At least I, I feel like we, we did. Alright. I'm just making sure I didn't dream that. Um, we decided we were going to talk about Waco this week. So, I feel like it's like you got to approach it from three little parts, right? Can I just stop you right there? It's way too early <laughs> for terrible. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. No, it definitely is. We're only 15 minutes in. We do not need your not jokes joking. right now. I'm not joking, right? Oh, okay. My grandparents lived less than five minutes from Hobby International Airport in Houston. Used to. They've since moved closer to the... Anyways. Yeah. But, um... And we would always be there because sometimes Dad would have to take... Deliver part of an oil rig over to the other side of the country and then take a flight back. 
So we're always there, and you'd always see people recruiting for, for Colts. Always. And it's shit, you know, they were just basically what you'd consider mild inconvenience. Just, all right, I might take your pamphlet, but I'm going to throw it away five steps yeah. later. But, like, after this... It disappeared. Like, it was... Like, I wasn't even allowed to go with Mom to pick up Dad from the airport anymore because... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I joined. I joined the cult once. I I can't say this enough, but this was real shit for us as kids. Like Catholic Church. No. Well, okay. I've been in two cults. <laughs> um, the Catholic Church, number one. Uh, but I've I've since broken up with them. Okay. Ever since the priest said that it was God's plan for my brother to get murdered. Uh, yeah. yeah, I am here or not. See you later. I'm the down. second time, I'm walking down whatever street in Washington, D.C., going to my next museum, right? And this guy comes up and he's wearing a robe. He's got a shaved head. Little, little Buddhist monk or whatever he was came up and stuck some beads on my wrist. My old brother-in-law was like, uh, give them back. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, um, you're expected to pay for them. And I said, what? It's given to me. So I just started walking. Yeah, apparently. You're supposed to pay for them, Tom. Um, but I made it through the doors into the museum, and he stopped. But ever since then, I've been a member of his cult. Do you still have them? No. Uh, they were part of the half that moved out. Um, ah. <coughs> so, but yeah, anyways, I'm just kidding. I didn't really join his cult. Um, I'm not saying the people that are Buddhists are in a cult anyways, because you're all about peace, love, and happiness and you love fat people you love guys with the big belly I, I think I need to become Buddhist dude. You, dude seriously I could see you as a Buddhist I could sit there like, like your attitude and demeanor towards life legs crossed I could see you as a Buddhist paint myself gold and people can worship me you'll be the next guy and they find a sign a statue I, in 3,000 years yeah I'm just going to apply to be the Buddhist statue That might be my retirement plan. We need to uh, contact the one mm -hmm. brother mm -hmm. and get his perspective on that. Yeah. No, I might. I might <laughs> because listen, my my original retirement plan was just living in a tent down at the beach and coming out, unzipping my tent. My people were playing basketball on a basketball court. Walk over and be like, ten bucks, I can dunk that dude." Unfortunately, I was never able to dunk a basketball. So, on to plan B. Because it's an armed robbery. Because <laughs> I'm a Buddhist monk. Um, anywho, speaking of Buddhist monks. Oh, boy. No, there really isn't a time for that. Let's erase that section and come back to, speaking of cults. The Branch Davidians. I don't know if I want to hit them first. Or him first. Yeah. Let's talk about him first. All right. You heard the witch. 
So David Koresh. Me. Fake name. Actually, legally changed it to. Is. Legally changed to, yes, but. But. Not born with. Not, not born with. No. Vernon Wayne Howell. Anybody have the date? Of what? His birth. Date and place? I uh, know he's from Houston. He's August 17th, 1959. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. That was not a very clear question, by the way. Born um, to a single mom and raised who by his was grandparents. 14. Um, her boyfriend was 20. And when he found out she was pregnant, he left her for another teenage girl. That's not a boyfriend, that's a predator. Well, yes. Sorry, let's be real. That's that's very true. I'm judging that. Yeah, look, yeah. go ahead, eyeball me, Mike. No, I couldn't, I thought you stole my chair. Oh, no. So then in 1963, when he was four, mom runs from violent alcoholic, you know, and leaves him with his grandmother, as the witch had yeah. just previously stated. So he just gets, like, up and abandoned. Poor, poor kid. Poor, yeah, I'd be mean, like, you know what? Maybe maybe we need to look at him from a different angle, man. <coughs> you know? What, dude? He has treated. a complete shit child. Yeah, because yeah, he talked about being bullied a lot. He was dyslexic and in the special ed classes. Until he dropped out. Until he dropped out his junior year. He was nicknamed Vernie. Yep, Vernie. I think you said that, didn't you? No, I just uh, said his name, Vernon. Garland High School. You know where that's at? I do not. Uh, me neither. But I do know where he moved when he was, yeah, when we get to that point. So when he was 19 or 22? Well, after he dropped out, he tried to join his mother's church. Oh, yeah. he did for a while. Yeah, till they kicked him out for being a bad influence to the youth. Quote, unquote. Uh, yeah, yeah because, because he was having sex with a 15-year-old girl. Which was the pastor's daughter. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's so much Whoops. so that he gets expelled from the congregation. Yeah, I mean, that's almost as bad as that one movie where they couldn't dance. Because the pastor's kid died, and then he kept... Are you talking about Footloose? Yeah. Right? Am I wrong? They couldn't dance because they're the pastor. Yes. What? Let your people um, celebrate. Set your people free, pastor. <laughs> so. Okay, no, because wow. we're, we're not there. I made, I made Tom lose his train of thought. So, he gets kicked out of that church. Right. It goes to the seven-year something. I didn't write. Seven-day Adventist yes. church. Which is his... That was his mom. That was his mom's. After that, he did his little stint in Hollywood. Because that's where he, he decided he was going to be a rock star, baby. That's where he learned how to play guitar. And started a band with uh, <coughs> one of his fellow Davidians. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I can't remember his name, though. He follows him. I do know that no. much. It's probably the one that turns out to be a snitch. Um... No, it's... Did you watch the... Is it the Netflix mailman? Special? No. It's the chubby guy that keeps talking about... Oh! That guy. He plays uh, drums. Okay. Sorry to whoever you are that I didn't bother to learn your name. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, at 22, he moves to the Mount Carmel Center. Yeah, and which is, puts us at the year of 1981. 81, okay. Yep. So then... Which the Mount Carmel Center is where? Nine miles northeast of Waco, Texas. Thank you. And he joins the Branch Davidians, which... Was a splinter group. Yes. Was a Davidian Seventh-day Adventist church. Um, and he created so much turmoil... With because the founding, the founder of the uh, seven day was Benjamin Roden. Yep, founded in 1955, dies in 1978. Right, so what year did you just say it was? 81. 81, he convinces the widow Roden, Lois, Lois, who is in her 60s, Late 60s, to have a child with him, and that makes um. While they're in... George Roden, which is um, Benjamin's son. Yes. Not so happy. Yeah, he did not like that, man. So, David takes her on a whirlwind, like, tour of the motherland. They go to Morocco and... Oh, yeah, no, she definitely fell in love with him. Yeah. Like, this was a whole thing. And she was their prophetess, their high priestess. Yeah. So, like, and she, she ran the show. Yeah. And she was convinced. She... She she bought the story like she drank his Kool Aid. Yeah, second coming of yeah, he made her feel important. Um, because like so uh, yeah, it's kind of gross. Um, but I guess you can't blame Mister Crash for being (coughs) ambitious. He saw how he was. He knew the only way he was getting to the top was by sleeping his way to the top. Not just sleeping, though, because he also used violence. Like, he slept with this woman, got her vote, had a kid with her, and then got enough people to, like, back him so that when she dies, him and his followers are button heads with this other guy. He's like, all right, we're going to flake out, let things cool down. And when things cool down, they sneak back in the middle of the night and kill this George guy and all of his diehards. Damn! Damn. Um, you just skipped like four whoa, years. Whoa! Not even. Not really. Like this. And no, that is not it. George actually spent the rest of his life in the mental institution. He took two to the chest in the article I read. Um. So if he got lucky and survived that, great. But that it so was for burying an axe in someone's head. So in nineteen eighty three. Mr. Koresh begins claiming that he's got the gift of prophecy. That's right. He's the next prophet. Um, and eventually, like we said, it's kind of funny we said drink the Kool-Aid. Because that comes <laughs> That's back Jim Jones. Life. But yeah, um, the widow finally allows him to start uh, preaching <sighs> causes a bunch of issues. Right, his followers become more uh, devout, mm-hmm. and his opposers come more convinced. I guess would be the word to use. Yeah, yeah. Convinced that he, he was a yeah. He claims yeah. that he's the prophet. If if him and Lois are able to have a baby, he's the baby's gonna be the chosen one. It's interesting what makes you a chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm certain. The one I was reading 
said that uh, George and his followers actually forced the Branch Davidians out at gunpoint. Yep. His his particular group, because he was his message that he was preaching, and that his particular portion of that group dove right into was called the Serpent's Root. Mm-hmm. And it caused it caused controversy. Lois's son George wanted to be the next leader. He starts gaining some popularity. Looks at him like he's a uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's been sitting there. Uh, an interloper. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Right. Um, yeah, if you were effing my mom, I'd be thinking you're an interloper too. <laughs> like, let's be real. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not arguing. I, 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 don't, I'm not, I don't have anything against George at this point. I don't. So I do after he David takes control back and things yeah. start getting yeah. brought to life. So, and then all of a sudden... Uh, Koresh announces that God has instructed him to marry Rachel Jones. And that makes everybody go, okay, you're no longer banging the, the boss's wife. So. We like you again. Yeah. <laughs> so a period of calm happens, but it was temporary. They have a fire. It destroys a $500,000 administration building. And a printing press. And the press. Rodin claims that it was Koresh that started the fire. But Koresh replied that no man sets that set that fire. Yep. And it was a judgment of God, which basically is is him telling his followers that he's the chosen one and not Rodin. Because because he's not in control right now, God is punishing the compound by starting that mm-hmm. fire. Is what his logic Right. What well, and his God, followers were God, God does not like the message. Well no, well, no. He was a fucking genius. Oh, his it, followers that's what I mean. were like it's it's crazy smart. Like if you need to cut off your, your enemy's way of doing things, even yeah. if your enemy's in house. But it didn't work because like like uh my co host who is on fire and on point tonight has pointed out. What what? Uh, by the way, Just remember you said that when it's joke time. You're fired because you were boy, you celebrated that <laughs> way too hard. Um, Which, here's my jokes. Read them for me. Rodin claims... <laughs> All right. I tell jokes. To have, he felt like... Rodin felt like he had the support of the majority. So like you said, old Mr. David and his group were marched off the property at gunpoint. And then they moved uh, to Palestine, Texas. 90 miles away from Waco. Right. They lived under rough conditions. I know where it is on a map. Never seen it in person. No. I don't know. All my friends that live in Texas give one of my fraternity brothers, not the one that just moved there, a hard time. Yeah. Saying that it's so fucking hot in Houston. Why would you live there? Compared to the humidity, is what they say. Compared to where they are in North Texas, there's no humidity, right? So David and his people are like basically living off the land, dude. They don't have a house. They don't have air conditioning. But he is also traveling, yeah, everywhere, and he is bringing people back with him. 
He was say what you want about him. The man was very charismatic. Yeah. Very charming. He could sell a pops. He could sell a cat as you all. What's he all saying? Ice cube to an Eskimo. No, I was thinking the um, catch a popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Oh, okay. I, I don't think I ever heard that one. It's one that they used to say when I worked for the uh, furniture company that shall not be named. Okay. Uh, Why would you want a popsicle made of ketchup? Because she's wearing white gloves. What's your point? I mean, okay. I mean, um, okay. Yeah, so you're right, Tom. He goes on a fucking recruiting mission, right? But if you're a good cult leader, you have to have charisma. Like that's Well, a, yeah, that, that's, that's a given. Like a check, check this box thing. <laughs> Well, my one character in Dungeons and Dragons, his charisma is a seventeen. The gnome might be starting a cult. Oh, good. With the blood masks. Mm-hmm. You uh, know what? You know what? <laughs> I think conf- it can take off. The conflict will join your cult. Awesome. None of us, <laughs> none of us have the will or the charisma to, to fight him. You know that, right? So, Shit. Uh, <laughs> he goes to California. He goes <laughs> to the U. Hey, stop shooting my cat. He goes to the UK. He goes to Israel. He goes to Australia. The same year he went to Israel, he claimed he had a vision that he was the modern day Cyrus. I don't. I don't know who that is. I, I skipped over it because. I'm uh, not not exactly certain. I lost my. Ah! Ah! Mike just deleted all of his notes. Oh, that's <laughs> not good. Where's the back button? Right there. Nope. I'll just close Shit. it. I'll just Who hit this button again. Was I'm, si- I'm sure Cyrus is some kind of prophet. According to the Bible, Cyrus, the great king of Archimata Empire, was the monarch who ended the Babylonian captivity. Oh. Yeah. All right, so that's wrong. Um, so he's free. He's seeing himself as freeing the... His, his followers, he's freeing them yeah. from society's okay. grasp. I mean, those would be nice goals, I suppose. And up in, and up until, like, 1990, he believed that, well, even till his death, he believed he was going to be a martyr for the cause. Right. Right? So, right. in 1990, at that point, he's still in Israel. <coughs> he feels like Rodin's, one of Rodin's men... Is gonna come kill him in Israel. Right. So, but he was okay with it. He made his peace because he was gonna be a martyr. Right. Um, but by 1991, <laughs> he becomes convinced that he has to go back to the United States before he can become a martyr. He said. The prophecies of Daniel would be fulfilled in Waco and that the Mount Carmel Center was the Davidic Davidic kingdom. So the branch Davidians, which are his followers, should be in Mount Carmel. Yes. And uh, they use... Koresh catches wind. This is about the same time that Koresh catches wind that Rodden um, may or may not have because uh, much like a few times in the past, we have conflicting sources, which mm-hmm. you're going to find. Yeah. So if you read 
the article is the witches was reading, which I actually have one that contradicts itself in the same article that I marked, but that's towards the end. But the one I was reading says that, uh, you know, Roden murders Wayman Dale, mm-hmm. a dare, with an axe because he started claiming himself like he was basically following in Koresh's shoes. So he was going to be claiming himself to be a prophet. He's right. right. He was getting. Yeah, what? He, he had different views, and he was getting. Listen, uh, he, he was getting the power. You know, listen, he was getting. There's momentum. nothing wrong with that. Look, I'm telling you right now. If you have any ambition to become a leader, don't join my cult. Because the first time I hear it, you're getting axed. This y- is the way. Yeah. Absolutely, Baby Yoda. <laughs> Um, the fifth day had so many opportunities for a great name, and they fucked that all yeah. up. Yeah, it was worth a shot, though. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Any any leader that uh, well, I'm not going. Oh, there. But you just have to be able to delegate. So, like, no, you, that's the hard no, part, though, is no, finding people who no, who just want to help you. You challenge my authority. Axe to the head. Hey, listen. I might bring back the guillotine. <laughs> Like my people had in France. Do you know who the first person the guillotine was used on was? No. Okay. The man who invented it. Because the king basically went, you're so sure, let's find out. Threw him down and had the guard pull the lever and... And the test was successful. The test was successful. Wow. Okay, Mike and I are apparently going to have to have rival cults. We can't co-mingle. <laughs> Why? So it's been a long-running joke that I should just start a cult. And my friend Missy has always said she's going to br- she's going to provide me unwilling schlubs to be my backers. Thomas said, I'll get in, I'll be the enforcer. When they break the rules, I'll throw them out. M- my cult is going to be a giant sex cult. You run around naked, have orgies with the people you want to have. Hold on, hold on. I run hold on. We can have mixers with your cult. <laughs> Thursday date night. <laughs> Thursday speed dating. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't kink shame here, Tom. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Lord. good Lord. Um, <coughs> hey, I would have no problem with your cult. As long as they understood that I was the leader, and if one of them decided they were puffing their chest up, it was going to cost them their head. Oh, trust me. This head. <laughs> Not the wiener. Well, I ain't cutting off wieners here. I got a mini I'm, guillotine in this in this fantasy. <laughs> I'm that enforcer. Okay, I, you know what? That could be their first warning, maybe. That's right. You All know, right. You know how like in, I can work with that. You know, like um over in the uh, Middle East, they cut off these hands. Matt, yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt. You Matt. try. You try to overtake the, the ruler. Yep. You lose your wiener. That's You're right. Like, no, and balls, because, like, listen, yeah. dude, you got a set of nuts on you coming yeah. at me. Not no, anymore. That's, okay, t- wait. I'm I got, I got a important question. What if I'm making the power play? Well, then yours, you unfortunately. cut off there, No, man. you unfortunately no, you would get, probably die because ovaries. If we cut off, he's going to get sewn on. on. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I like it. Make it big. That's my only request. Um. We'll fuck up your social life, which <laughs> actually may not, because a lot of our female fans are in love with you. Um, the witch, 
Yeah, never mind. We're not doing that. Because then the witch is going to be able to offer double trouble. <laughs> and we'll Usually you got to pay it. extra for that. I know. We'll, be, it, we'll be fucking, we'll be out of a job before we know it. <laughs> the so, witch has a drink formerly with Mike yeah. and Tom. Yeah. She's drinking out of Mike and Tom's skulls. <laughs> so. No. You both make me laugh, <clears throat> so you're still going to be alive, just in little tiny cages for my amusement. With beer on tap. Oh, well, now you're like. <laughs> so then, anyways, I don't. Wait a minute, I don't. I can't even find anything wrong with that. Lock me in a cage and give me fucking beer. Sounds like a perfect first fucking date. <laughs> we don't king shame here, Mike. I'm not. I, 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 there's no shame, ladies. Oh, we know you're not ladies, shaming it, ladies. Mike. Lock me, lock me in a cage and feed me beer. I'll be yours forever. No, seriously. Literally. That is why the witch calls me Tito. Oh, no. From the movie Aristocrats. With the little uh, chihuahua. named Oliver and Company. The little chihuahua named Tito. He's like, if this is torture, chain me to the wall. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It was a cartoon. Is that the dude that said, more pars, please? Wasn't his name Oliver? Oliver more porridge. Oliver's That's what I said, Tom. Huh? You spoke it in cursive. I, I can't read it right now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> you know what? You're fucking fired, dude. You're out. You're just I, out. You're I, out. I, Anyways, gone. hold on. Time out. You're gone. Time out, though, before I go. Uh, when Koresh does take back over. Do we know what year we're at? Um, mm, 93. No, 91. No. I was yeah. going to say, somewhere 90, between 91 and 92. 91 and 92. In that process, in yes. In 1990. May 15th, 1990. He changes his name from Vernon Howe. Who, yeah, that was probably a good good move on his part. Hey, Vern. Because I'm not finding, following anybody named Vernon. Makes me think of that fucking jerk from Harry Potter. Uncle Vernon. Obviously, that went over both their heads. That's okay. Yeah, Harry Potter fans, you know what I'm saying. Uncle Vernon, he's a freaking jerk. Um, so he changed his name for publicity and business purposes to David Crush. It does flow a lot better than better. Vernon Howell. It sounds better. It definitely does. Although, Ver I'm not going to lie, Vernon Howell almost sounds like a professional athlete name. Sounds like he should be a boxer from back in the day. You know? Yeah. There it is. Yeah, but... It he definitely was misnamed. Vernon Howe is not the not the right name for a nerdy fucking <coughs> white kid. I hear the name Vernon Howe, and I think of some dude that's big, he's buff, he's got muscles on top of his muscles, he flexes his his trapezoids and it makes his ears flicker, right? Bald. <laughs> um nah. No, not this guy. He, and you know what the crazy thing is? He wears the white guy serial killer glasses. Yes, he does. There might be something to that. Green River Killer, Bundy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Zelsky. by the way, by the way, 
Just a little public service announcement. Although for, technically, for, Bundy didn't need his. Those were just one part of one of his costumes. But he still picked them. Yep. <laughs> Same fucking frames. I don't know. Maybe back then that was the only frame <laughs> that existed. I don't know. But butcher public, by the ways. Say what now? You started with, by the way, by the way. Oh, yeah, I got. I do have a public service announcement, people. Um, if you're out at the bar drinking and some weird white dude happens to walk past and is wearing those particular style of glasses. The Corey Feldman glasses from Stand By Me. Yeah, or just watch that Dahmer movie on Netflix. Those fucking glasses. In one of those two. Whatever you do, fight the urge to go, yo, what's up, dude? You're wearing some fucking serial killer glasses there. <laughs> because you will be the next one on the news. And no, four months no, when they find your no, remains. Because apparently when you call someone a serial killer because of their glasses at the Mustang, they don't like that. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, this Mike. Sounds... And I, so I got walked out of the place. Mike. Wait, wait. Do you mean you got thrown out without it being my fault? It was not your fault. Woohoo! About time. Right. I was like, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on here. I just pointed out that he looked like a serial killer. I'm just trying to help out your patrons, and they're like, Mike, Mike, you need to go home. <laughs> You're too drunk. Sleep it off. I know you did the podcast tonight and then snuck out for late night to hear the DJ, but you need to go home and sleep it off. <laughs> okay, how long am I banned for? Oh, you can come back tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Now. Lesson learned. Now. Yeah, now it's time. Now it's time. Because at this point, you're never going to learn about the Waco incident, but that's okay. We try. You know, Mike? To be the worst podcast ever! What? 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 Send us a message. MikeHasADrinkAtGmail.com Or hit us up on our Facebook page at MikeHasADrink. Or uh, follow us on Podbean at uh, MikeHasADrink and Podbean something or another. Or uh, uh, on Patreon. Yeah, or TikTok. We are on TikTok. We don't really fucking know how that thing works. But we're Michael, on, watch your video. We're on Instagram too, but I forget the password. Um, and uh, we're always looking for new Patronuses, people. That's right. But without further ado. Okay. <laughs> hey, witch. Yes, Tito. Did you know that crowded elevators smell different than midgets? <laughs> I would hope so. Where are you going with this? <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. That was... That was... Yeah, yeah, here comes the boo. I just want to... I want to point out. You had... Look, look. I have five of them written down. Well, hopefully one of them is fucking better than that one. <laughs> Right. You had a whole right. week, and that's what you came up with? All right. Elevators All right. smell different than midgets? Two midgets, not oh, oh, then I midgets. I said then midgets. No. Oh, oh, that's the so. problem, then. You were speaking a different language. I was speaking cursive, and you try, couldn't read it. Yeah. Try that again. Okay. Crowded elevators smell different to midgets. Oh, that's fucking way better <laughs> than what I heard. Yeah, now that I understand it. 
I take the it's boo back. <laughs> I take it back. You all can't right. listen. You can't hit us with fucking like in a, intellectual jokes. All right. All right. So this we need a, like knock knock. Who's there? No, this was a little bit longer. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> by the way. Oh, so a hell. guy, a guy breaks into a house, and he hears his voice say, "Jesus is watching you." It's what the hell. Takes a couple more steps, and then again he hears. Jesus is watching you. Every couple of steps, he hears, Jesus is watching you. So he's finally, he's, I've had enough. i got to see who's talking to me. Turns it on. Turns okay. what on? Turns the light. the light on. Ah, there we go. I'm just trying to help you out. Appreciate that. You left that part out. Turns the light on, sees a parrot in a cage. The parrot goes, Jesus is watching you. The burglar goes, let me guess, you're Jesus? Parrot goes, no, I'm Moses. Turn around. Guy turns around to see a Doberman picture. Jesus! <laughs> okay, that one was better. Come on. It was better. It was a little bit too long. But... <laughs> Give it to me! <laughs> I have one that you will actually... You're supposed to get a golf clap. That I think you will actually what? enjoy. How you getting it? Alright. Hey! But we have a lot to we, cover. We got stuff we gotta do tomorrow. How is it close? You need to be back by like 10-ish. Okay, that works. Um, sorry, later, sorry people. Um... I, I figured it would be a two-part episode because there's still a lot of shit to cover, so I do have more jokes, and I do think that the one you are going to love. Just hit us, Tom. All right. Because you know how we are. We start off all dragging Strong our asses, and, yeah. and then at the end we rush through like 47 years of history. You're right. That's fair. Valid. So my wife looked at me beaming with pride said, Wow, I can't believe how, how far our son has gone. And I said, I know. Isn't this trebuchet fucking awesome? <laughs> yes! I like it. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's <laughs> fucked up, Tom. Fucked up. No, what's fucked up is the rest of the jokes that I didn't write down. Now, where's our daughter? It's the actual final line of that joke. That I left off. <laughs> I like it. It's bad, but I like it. I don't care. Uh, all right, that was that was decent. You're kind of you're on a semi roll. You got more? I do. Or did I miss a couple? No. I thought maybe I like zoned out and missed two. No, no, he's got more. <laughs> um, hold on. This one, you get the boo ready. Get the boo ready, Mike. That's music to my ears. Did you hear about the depressed plumber? No. He's going through some shit. (laughs) 
You know, Mike, I waked in on my ex fucking her personal trainer, and I said to myself, well, this isn't working out. <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I got so many questions. First of all, what are you doing walking into your ex's house? That's why she's my ex. That's not what you said. <laughs> you walked into your ex's house. Okay, you're right. The joke did say girlfriend, but I switched it to ex oh. because I figured you that... Just, that's fair, that's fair, because Chelsea would fucking beat your ass. I, no worries. Yes. They, no worries. Precisely. Um, that, was, that, was, that was decent, though. I, I appreciate it. I'm going to give you, out of two thumbs up, I'm going to give you a thumb and a knuckle. <laughs> and a knuckle? I'm going to throw a knuckle in. Oh, are you spitting on the knuckle first? Nope. Yeah, that's how daddy likes it. You're raw dog in the knuckle. <laughs> oh, shit. There we are. There's the band hammer. Yeah, you got to have yeah, Whatever. Not bad. Not a bad effort tonight. I do also, I need to apologize <laughs> to Jane. Jane? She sent an email today requesting a drink. Unfortunately, Jane, Tom, and I had already shopped for this evening. And uh, Mike did not share this particular email, Jane? No, because, because <coughs> that way Mike didn't have to go back and buy more stuff. <laughs> because... The main ingredient was Hennessy. Ooh. And then... We've been talking about that off air a we lot. Will, we will do it. We're going to do it. Maybe next week. But... What was that? Since the week I'm not here. So next... Uh, no, next week we'll do that so wine that weeks. I want to do. Yeah. Next week we'll do wine. Two weeks from now we'll do the Hennessy drink that Jane said. I, I can't remember everything that was in it. I saved it. Cool. Um... <laughs> But I'm telling you right now, Jane, I do not have the bartending skills to mix that drink so that it's it's layered. Oh, it's a, is it like a rainbow drink? No, it's not a rainbow drink. Okay. I'll show it to you after, which I can't do it right now. Okay, okay. Um, but it, ha it definitely has three distinct colors. The top part is like the caramel because that's where the Hennessy sits. And then there's like, I don't know if it's pineapple stuff or, or what is the next layer, but there's like three layers. So, Jane, we will drink it and we'll let you know if it's good or not. Um, but I'm telling you right now, it will not look like the picture. <laughs> just, just understand, have sympathy, have mercy, whatever it is. But we'll let you know if it's any good. Um, so let's let's talk about. He now takes over. What's he find? Huh? Does anybody know what he finds on the compound that he calls the police about? Drugs, probably. Close. Mm. A meth lab. Yeah, isn't that drugs? I said close. I did say close. You're, and, like, you're like splitting hairs. You know? And he did. 
Because the water, water white baby. Well, no, because you get more time for producing than possessing. Uh. So Hollywood has taught me, apparent, I guess. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he found a meth lab that he called local police to get them to come remove because he didn't want that because that's not what his followers were about. Enough ammunition to take down a small country? Yes. But meth? No. Drugs bad. Guns good, right? That was his, his thing. Well, that, in all fairness, I that's can, Texas. I can fucking support that. Even marijuana? I don't partake in any of those. Well, no, but you see, you're I, I, I have no issue with any what you know what? Here's some, here's my life's motto, dude. <coughs> if it makes you happy and it doesn't fuck with anybody else, do it. Do it. Just fucking do it. Enjoy it <coughs> and live a great motherfucking story, dude. That's right. So, but I did not know about that that he found a meth lab. No either. I wonder if the meth lab is what caused the administration building to catch fire. That, that is a very sense. that is a very distinct possibility because and that's um, why that's why uh, they don't like Canadians to be police officers because they solve all the crimes. If um, you know, I'm not going to reveal how I know such information, but um, I am well aware that a meth lab explosion is not uncommon. In the community, not our community, but in the meth community uh, worldwide. Yeah. I, you know, you're fucking with some shit. This not supposed to be put together. So, um, well, specifically, we, if they do the one pot method, we got a little bit of a problem here. Uh, There's only uh, two ounces of Seven Up left. Tom's on it. We got left more left. I'm gonna do my best to measure out an ounce. Looks good to me. <laughs> um, it felt right. Okay, okay. Are we seriously drinking these or are we putting more in? You can put more in. Because that to split it equal. I was just trying to sound cool, Tom. Well, no, because that is that would not surprise me that that would be something we would do this late in an episode. Imagine that. That's all I'm saying. I got a good golfing in the morning. I'm gonna suck at it, dude. <laughs> Alright, so can we get to the siege or are we doing a tour? Let's rock to the siege, right? Um, started on Jimbo's birthday a few um, multiple years before Jimbo was born. So, hold on. So, so start, started on what? You have started on February 28th? Alright. In April, it ends on April 19th of 1993. The Branch Davidians, led by Dave, Mr. David Koresh, were headquartered at the Mount Carmel Center Ranch in the community yep. of Axtell, Texas. Thirteen. Well, then why the fuck isn't it called the Axtell Massacre? Because Waco is more well known. Yeah, well, if they would have named it where it happened, that place would be more well known. So 13 miles northeast of Waco, suspecting the group of stockpiling illegal weapons, 
the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, or the ATF, as they like to call themselves, had a search warrant for the compound and arrest warrants for Koresh, as well as a select few of the other members. They intended to make their raid right at sunrise. Just to serve a search warrant and the arrest warrants. And they got tipped off by the... mailman. Well, yeah, see, that's what it is. A reporter couldn't find the Mount Carmel complex. Yeah. So he stopped and asked the mailman uh, directions to Mount Carmel. And the mailman actually ended up being... um, Probably a member. Yeah. He was. A very high-ranking member of the Davidians. Um, Shit, I swear I wrote that down. Because if you watch the... If you watch the Netflix special, Mm -hmm. his daughter is one of the children that made it out. The last child to make it out. And she cries and talks about her dad. Yeah. How Um, proud she was of that. he he unfortunately passed away by a gunshot a uh, shotgun wound to the left side of his face hmm. right in front of his daughter so oh man you you do you feel for that poor woman watching if, a shotgun hit her daddy in the face if you watch that series the thing hits on all of the feels from it both does. sides because it's you know and the fucking FBI Listen. No, not the entire FBI because tactical. That's FBI tactical team. Fucking tactical. Like, what if those barbarians are in charge? Anything with the word tactical on the end, you know those motherfuckers are violating rights. They are the. They are the no knock warrant team. Yep. And these guys are like laying on a roof with sniper rifles aimed at the compound. So then the Davidians. What? So the Davidians point a 50 cow back out the window like, are you pointing at us? We're going to point at you. And they're like, oh my god, they're pointing a gun at us. Dude, you pointed the fucking gun first, bud. I, they, it, this turns into a classic Han and Greedo situation. Who? What did you say? Han? Han and Greedo. Star Wars? Who shot first, Han or Greedo? Greedo. Which, by the way, in no. the cantina, and Han shoots first. Han definitely shoots, shoots first. first. Han definitely shoots like, first. If you said anything else, I was gonna hit you. Listen, if you don't shoot first, you're last. Precisely. Please. And Greedo found that out. He died. <laughs> the dude with like, like the weird looking ears. Yes. yes. That's Greedo. <sighs> Sorry. Oh. So we didn't have. TV I have in Canada. Um. I have written down... But you live here and have had many years to watch Star Wars. I, I don't want to hear it. The, um... I've watched them, I just don't have a memory. Ronald... have watched them enough. Wait, hold on. Roland Balistros, who was part of the ATF door team, told Texas State Rangers and local Waco police that the quote-unquote dog team of the ATF shot first. Okay. And then, but later on at trial, yeah, he swears up and down that the Davidians right. 
shot first. I feel like we skipped some stuff, but you're right. That's the whole thing, right? He said, we he might've. said, she said, but, um. Yeah, both sides throughout the whole thing claimed that the other side shot first. And Initially I, and in every incursion after that. And I, I'm, with some of the things that you find, specifically how I search for shit, because I don't just use Google. Right. Um, you find a lot of evidence that the feds definitely shot first. Yeah, I'm not arguing that at all. Um, because let's be honest, in all reality, the the whole reason for the raid was trumped up charges to begin with. It was because like it, initially it was we hear automatic gunfire, and then it turned into. And I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, you know they. But it they turned had, into the welfare of the children. They had people on the inside supposedly mm. reporting back. They did have one, Robert Rodriguez. So the article I was reading said that there were two, one man and one woman. <coughs> and the one died, and when the one like defected and died in the fire, right? right. I don't yeah. remember if it was the male or the female. Um, but one of them defected and died in the fire at the end. Yeah, and I think it was the lady from what I, from the article I read. You know that sounds right. To, but that sounds right. Again, sketchy information. <laughs> sketchy, you know, it's hard to pin down when there were so many people who didn't. Have like all the audio tapes were altered. Right. right. So and then they then they came up with the search warrant that the brass Davidians were modifying guns to make them take them from semi to full. Correct. Which isn't hard to do. Yeah, it's a, like a, it's a, it's a theory, theoretically. Theoretically, it could be accomplished. The team at Mike has a drink does not condone such activities. Yeah. No, no, not the, at all. The fact that the witch makes her own guns, we're not responsible. Yo, no, do not bring the ATF to my uh, door. I do nothing of the sort. <laughs> Better your door than mine. So I'm gonna walk him over here and show all of your shit, bitch. Be like, uh, yeah. So That's right, you bought every one of them motherfuckers for a dollar each. But, but <laughs> the other issue is that gun safe that is out in the public uh-huh. is a distraction. He's secretly got the nukes that they lost the real, off the shores of North Carolina in the yeah. 40s. Yeah. He's got that yeah. in the basement. Yeah. The, real, the real gun We safe are joking. Some, we real. are joking. Please do not raise yeah. the world. Anybody that's listening to this podcast <laughs> knows that not. I would go in my fucking basement, first of all. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, see, house, say, see something, say something. 22. Oh, Christ, we're going to get ATF and def- self defense shot. Oh, it happens. <clears throat> this is why we talk to you. We love you. I just increased my accidental death policy. So. See? Hey. It was foretold by the losing of the M on your shirt. Mm-hmm. The yeah. prophecy is becoming fulfilled, Mike. Getting Stop talking about prophecies. You really are going to get us in trouble. Um, <coughs> so that's how they justify it. <coughs> you know. <coughs> so once, once the FBI rolls up, Typical tactic hostage negotiation kicks in. Which is just... <coughs> you know, it's, listen, if you're, put your hands up, dude. If you're coughing and you're choking, just put your hands up. My, Mama Canada used to have me do that. Mama Canada. 
Oh, all right. Look at that. You stop coughing. It freaking works. So, Davidian Steve Schneider told FBI negotiator on the phone in a recorded message that the evidence on the inside of our door will teach you, will show you who shot first. And which then Houston attorney Dick DeGuerin Garen mm-hmm. was granted access because he was the Davidian branch lawyer. Yeah, David's mom hired him or grandma? Somebody? So one of his family hired him. Yeah, yeah right. Um and took pictures of the left entry door being completely riddled inside yeah. and out but video of uh, but pictures of the right door only with incoming yeah. and if you watch the video when it first goes the ATF ed- agents are not shooting at the left door and I'm sorry but heat a moment or not if bullets are whizzing at me this way I'm not still shooting this way. Right. I'm going back and going this way. You know, Tom. And then, as a wise person once pointed out to me, what you just did is like having a whole podcast based off of a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> when there's no video. To the left I, the right. I did because I, I I was doing hand motions and mm-hmm. exaggerating and one of these days you got to <coughs> um, set up somehow. Oh, so I then I'm on the camera in here. I, I I still have aspirations. At the trial, political office. At the trial, <laughs> the feds only presented the left entry door, right? Claiming the right entry door was, was lost in the fire. Yep. However, Texas State Trooper. Sergeant David Keyes testifies that he saw two men loading what looked like the missing door, but he could not confirm because he did not get close enough. The prosecutor just, you know, yeah. brought out. But it sure as shit looked like to a state trooper sergeant that the missing door was being loaded into the back of a U-Haul by two uh, gentlemen. Yeah, but he later decided that that's not what happened because he wanted to keep his pension. I mean, I'm making that part up, but am I? Or close. Uh, yeah. Um, anyways. Um, but, thing. yeah. Good thing I don't plan on being on, in Texas anytime soon. Fire Marshals. Fire Marshal Bill, that was my favorite sketch on In Living Color. Fucking right. Did you know, um, actually, in the movie Liar Liar... Fire Marshal Bill. Jim Carrey does a yeah. cameo as the Fire Marshal yeah. Bill. It's great. Uh, so, um, so this this raid happens, right? And yes, the, but the FBI, the one, the one ATF agent, is telling it. Listen, we lost surprise. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Call it off. And the fact that that dude is still alive today. What the hell did you get shot like six times? Yeah. You got it. They rolled and, out on the front of the yeah. Yeah, that they put on the front of the new guys jeep on the front of the car because wagons. there was no ambulance yeah. left. Yeah. And the damn he the reporter was stating that he couldn't see over the body wrapped up in the rug. Yeah, the other so guy was hanging a on the door, hanging on the door, telling him, telling him how uh, to drive. Little to the right, little to the, the right. right. 
Well, to, to the, the left. right. To the right. Something, I don't know. To the left. To I the felt left. like that was a song starting in my head, <laughs> but it didn't right, happen. To the right. To the right. So then eventually. Um, but it, so the FBI, though, were sending in like supplies, right? And they were dropping in, no, no, dropping no. bugs in. Half the FBI was sending in supplies. All right, well, and the other half, which was the tactical team, was shooting in the what, what? No, was the ones putting the bugs and shit in. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, they, there'd be like bits and pieces. Like it's but, yeah. no seriously. Without that tactical team, it would not have. This would not have gone happened. way better. It would have gone so much it wouldn't better. Have happened. This wouldn't have happened. But no, okay. Not at all. So, but when you send someone to the scene whose job is to shoot, to it, neutralize to shit. shoot, shoot it up and explain later, tragedies happen. You know, and, unfo- and, and I, I, I don't hold it personally against these guys because that is their job. And when you're at that level, if you disobey, you're disappearing. But who yeah. let the leash off? That's my... Because you know there's somebody somewhere that holds the leash. Who let the leash off? Because We're never going to know that, though. That's the thing. Never going to know that. Nobody got that. their ass spanked for letting the dog off the Listen, leash. Listen, there's no, there's, but there's no trail. Like today, well, well, yes. you could figure out because there's everything. Yeah, but back then there wasn't. And Back then it was like someone sent a message to a beeper and the guy goes, let me check my beeper. And then calls the number, yeah. and they say, "Well, and do it." Back then, if they like, die, they die. Back then, like a hundred grand <clears throat> and two blowjobs, and everything's well hidden. Like it wasn't as big of a deal. Hey, let me tell you something. Hundred grand, two blowjobs. <laughs> I'll hide whatever you need, and you'll take the rap for it when it goes sideways. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That's what we have interns for. <laughs> uh, that's why we don't kick in there. Um, Tom would never do that to the interns. Tom would just the just the senior no. intern, right? <laughs> no, Tom would rather eat that sentence than one of the interns take it. I know. In I real know. life. Because you're you're a softie for the kids. So Alright, so the FBI takes over negotiating and uh, kicking the hornet's nest, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So Monday, March 1st, they were able to, to negotiate the release of 10 children, which was like <laughs> the first sign of progress. Right. right. That. Positive progress. Um, now, it's important to also know that at this point, the attack team is still trying to convince everyone to let them do their jobs. Right. Yeah. The fact that they were there... Okay, I understand that, but then they should have been put back on the leash. Yes. After that first day when shit started calming down. Yeah, because like. But they weren't. I, and this is. They like, were left unchecked. And this is part of the weirdest things. Like you've got these guys in these armored cars just running around doing shit with minimal to no oversight. You've got these guys in this booth going, "Well, David, what can we do to help you?" But at the same time, you got David who was shot on day one. Yes. But but you have you have conversations with him 
and and his uh, followers about porn, porn things. Which, which well, to this day, um, if if you watch the Netflix special, mm-hmm. some of the followers who did get out are still like devout Branch Davidians, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Uh, what the hell's uh, the uh, one really severe religious sect where if they think of a woman with her ankles exposed, they whip themselves? Right. Oh, I Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I know you, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. But that's basically what he is. Mm-hmm. So, some of them still are, but, like, that, that, that was interesting and I learned a lot. Do you know... And there were some eh, icky things. I'm judging. There were some icky things. Uh, yeah, David Koresh definitely abused the fuck out of his power as a cult leader. Yeah. He did. So at uh, one point, at, at multiple points, actually. Like, like husbands weren't allowed, even allowed to have sex with yeah. their wives anymore. Only, only, only he the, was allowed to. They weren't yeah. their wives anymore. The whole point was if you were a married couple, your marriage was annulled, you were divorced, because all the women, all belonged the wives to David belonged Koresh. to David. And you were technically... A woman at the fine age of 12. Wow. Fuck the hell off. You are barely old enough to know what's going on in your body at the age of so, 12. So can I just tell you right now, all the emails that come in this week are going to be like, when the witch said, fuck the hell off, <laughs> it made the episode. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Fuck Fuck the other 77 minutes so far. Right? Those last nine seconds of the witch's fucking hot take. (sighs) Made the episode. I give women what they want. Did you know, you know, we already covered that the siege ended in fire, right? Right. So, during, I was going there too. During that surveillance, they have multiple times where like they talked about everybody wake up let's start to pray hey have you poured it yet what have you poured it yet in the hallway things are poured right yeah they're poured or we should have brought more see and their um defense that is that they were dumping them so that the feds could not take them and use them for themselves. Okay. I'd rather dump this shit on the ground than you beat me and take it. Yeah. Or, well, and here's another which, one. Which I, I, I don't condone, but I can understand. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not saying that's what happened there. Mm-hmm. Right. But I can understand so that feeling. They have another, another thing saying... Don't pour it all out. We might need some later. And throw the tear gas back out. Right? So it's 6.10 in, in the morning. They're launching tear gas in. Um, Which, about that tear gas. Well, I don't know. For six years, FBI spokesmen, including some of which under oath, <laughs> swore <laughs> that nothing um, pyro... Pyrotechnic was used. Right. Although... I mean, tear gas, that's what it is. Although pyrotechnic flight right CS grenades were found immediately yeah. after in the yeah. rubble. Yeah. Um, um, so then in 99, the FBI finally goes, 
okay, yeah, we did use these routes, but we used them over here on a pool. Right. Not at the main con. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but shut the Just fuck up. Just own it. Just goddamn own it. Yeah. Of course, you know, that was the era of, like, deny, deny, deny. Isn't this, on, you guys. isn't this what, like, this time period... Never mind, it's not. Clinton was president, was so say, we were denying blowjobs happened. Isn't like, this when Bush, Bush's VP shot someone in the face hunting? No, this was no, when Clinton it, was president getting blowjobs. Yeah, this was Clinton. Sorry, my U.S. history um, is a little foggy. So, again, um, speaking of touching back on what the witch and I were talking about earlier with the conflicting reports, and I said that the same article I read had conflicting reports in it. At one part, it says 25 children died in the fire. You go down and read a little bit more, and it says 28 children died right. in the fire. Right. So, if they're contradicting themselves in the same article... Look, we're, I, we're never going to know the truth. You know what I mean? So, because they've got, they've got tapes saying... Uh, a branch of Indian saying the fuel has to go all the way around before we start it. And another one saying, well, there's only two cans left. Like, we got to pour it soon if that's what's going to happen. So I'll tell you, the article I read said that there were 76 Branch Davidians that died. Yes. And the reason that they argue over the number of children is because depending on if you're talking... Oh, son of a age, bitch. Son of a bitch. No, 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 no. No, no not that. Son of a bitch, I just realized what it was. Well, but the article I read argued that some no, of these were women because they were... 12. 12. Because there was three pregnant women killed. Yeah. So that might be the discrepancy between 25 and 28. Yeah, that's there fair. You go. That's, that's fair. See, my article also went to... Their and actually, because. that's in my notes, and yeah. I just put two and two together, not yeah. six. Took you five minutes. Well, you know, and that's the problem. <laughs> when you write notes when you're sober... And then try to, try to comprehend them when you're whatever we are. Well, so did, did you know at 1209 a lady named Ruth Riddle exits and she has a floppy disk in her jacket <coughs> that contains David Koresh's manuscript on the seven seals and that's when they detect a third fire on the floor. So at this point, this place is fucking going. It's up. There are multiple incendiary points. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there's a lot of debate about whether Koresh died from the gunshot wound before the fire or died in the fire. The... Science, science would tell us that the majority of the people died from the smoke. So, one of the articles I was reading talked about how they blame the fire, <coughs> but it appears that a lot of people actually took their own lives from where the bullet holes were located. Uh, but, the, there again, I, I, I you get don't it. want people to... Go out in that light, so right, you know. Um, twist all the stories to make people look the less bad as possible. Hey, and you know what? The 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 victor tells the tale, and everybody spends the story to make them the victim. Yeah. 
Everybody does. Even those of us that aren't narcissists. Mm. Yeah. Um, and did you know... Uh, we got time. Never mind. That Timothy McVeigh cites the Waco siege as his reasoning for doing the Oklahoma City bombing. Wow. Wow, I didn't know that. And Waco also um, stemmed a great resurgence in the American militia movement. Huh. Which we even have fucking in this small, well, that's why, because mainly small towns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yes, we have in this small town. Do you know? And... A rightfully so, well, I don't know, a rise in demand for firearm regulations. But it, I feel if it happened this day, I, I feel if it happened today, that it would also create a rise in um, lashback on um, authority actions. You know. I don't even want to get into the gun shit. Uh, no, we, we will never touch that because we will... I'll fight about it. Yeah, um, we definitely will. So, here's an interesting fact for you. So, <coughs> since the siege lasted 51 days, it cost the FBI, the federal government, their team, a million dollars a day oh at the time. Money. So, that's $51 million. <coughs> at that time... That's an insane amount of yeah. money. <coughs> Wait, like, hold on. So, so you know they were getting their guy. If they're spending that kind of money, they're right? getting some fucking And, and part of the problem was, because of where the compound was, it was so distant was from yeah. the city center that everything had to be bussed and shipped and all of that manpower. So It's worth 2.81 mil today. 1 mil and 93 is worth 2.81 million a day. So, I'm, yeah. Huh. That's insane. That's a lot of money to be spending on a standoff for X number of days. And ultimately, ultimately, they're pretty much minding their own business. You know what I mean? But that's the, that is the problem. You get a big enough group of people together and you're different. That are, no, see, and that's not only different. But at Mount Carmel, they had windmills. Right. They generated their own power. Yeah. They were completely off the grid. Yeah. And and somebody can't check your power or your control. They don't like that. And then you make people edgy. I know. Well, that's, that's why when well, Mike the, has a drink world headquarters transfers to an island... It's going to be a free and independent state. Well, that that's War 101. Be a hippie commune. If somebody has something you want, okay, you convince the people that they're your enemy so that you can go take, take it. it. Yeah. That's... I mean, you're not wrong. It's just that's a shit way to be all the time. Why can't we just barter and trade and be nice? <sighs> Which is Which what they were you. trying at Mount Carmel. Now, we're not talking... No. That's... That's now the we're basis, not. That's the basis of every community. That, you like, know, we're not. We're not going on the on the religious side. No, no, no. no, but, no. but like on the personal and um, right. uh, sufficient right side. Hey, you know, we need food for the compound. We're gonna we, grow it. We we're gonna, we're gonna raise grow it. it. And what we don't have, instead Art. of us giving you money. 
can we bring our band to your dance on Friday night and we'll play for free? Right. See, that would be awesome. And the government does not like that. No, because they they can't tax that. Which is why it's still illegal to brew your own. No, it's illegal to sell your own brew. Uh, Technically, if I brew more than five cases of beer a year, I have to start paying taxes. Oh, wow. Wow. Good thing I don't ever hit that number. No, Christ, because it's been a year and a half since the last case you made. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't hit that number. uh, And and, and, honestly, it's hard for me to keep track because I don't bottle it. So I don't really know how much beer I made. Um, I, I had I had a thought after that, but I lost it. I have a thought. Oh boy! Be nice to each other. Hold oh. the door for a stranger. You know what? That's a better thought than I thought he was gonna have. Well, I was waiting for. Put you your fucking shopping away. carts away! Oh my god! Because that's the one he usually starts with. That's usually how you lead into this. You start off with like fucking <coughs> rage and aggression, and like I fucking hate to put your mother, and then. Be nice to people. Hold the door for someone. Smile away. Let them go in front of you and check traffic. on your friends. Except for when the sign says two miles away, right lane ends. Then if they try and ride the right Man, lane until the end, they fuck them. That's different. <laughs> that's different. Listen, um, I drive a $4,000 pickup truck. I will wreck us both, bitch. <laughs> Look, my car, my car doesn't have a muffler. You'll do me a favor, <laughs> right? Oh, Jesus. I- you saw that sign two miles away. Two miles ago, like the rest of us, bitch. Yeah, and guess guess who's gonna fucking be moving into your lane to get a new car? <laughs> Alex. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Uh, we fucking love you. We have thirty seconds. Yeah, if you're a new listener, we apologize. We are the worst podcast ever. Hit us up at mikehasadrink at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Mike has a drink. We will be back next week. With a, hit that X, a mystery topic. Thank you all. We love you.